welcome, welcome to the Run With Us podcast, your show for everything Chicago Bulls. And now, your co-hosts, Michael Lavalarte and Kevin McKenna. Bulls fans, Bulls Nation, everyone that sees red, welcome back to the Rub With Us podcast. I'm Michael, and I'm joined by guest co-host DJ DeGand again. Um, today is Monday the 17th, and we got a good show for you today with previewing the regular season. Just uh, real quick, this is a basketball podcast presented by the Basketball Podcast Network. Shout out to our sponsors. And DJ, why don't you say hi to the fans one more time? Hello. Thank you again for having me. It's good to be here. Three weeks in a row now, DJ filling in for Kevin. Obviously, we all miss Kevin very much, but everyone wish him luck at the Academy. He's doing great so far. This is his third week. Big shout-out to Kevin. Can't wait to have you back in the booth, hopefully sooner than later. But for the first thing we have to talk about, obviously, is the Chicago Bulls play actual basketball this week. We have our season opener against the Miami Heat in Miami against our old friend Jimmy Butler on Wednesday. My favorite. I can't wait to watch the Bulls play again, even if it's against the Heat, who we lost four games to nothing last in last year's season series. But it's not going to be an easy one. And then not only do we have the Heat, we have the Wizards, who you can't, you know, you can't sleep on the Wizards. They have a nice little team there. Yeah. And um, that's on Friday, and then a back to back against the the Cavs on Saturday, which is the home opener. Yep. That's the game I will be at, along with Kevin and our friend of the show, Aiden. Um, we will be at that game at home, but that's not an easy week for the Bulls. And yeah. then we got the Celtics next Monday, which we'll talk about next week. But yep. you know, it's it's a it's a little bit of a tough stretch to open the year. Just before we get into it, off the bat, what do you think we got this week? Um, I'm saying like record wise. I'm saying two and one. Um, I mean optimistic. I'm saying we're gonna lose to the Heat and we're gonna win the next two games. Um, well, realistically, realistic. Well, optimistically, yeah, I want to go three and zero. Oh, obviously, yeah, yeah. Year. Like but last, I don't think like last year. But I don't think I feel like I don't know. I I think that we either lose to the Heat or the Cavs. I I don't see us losing to the Wizards unless we just you know don't come prepared. Because it's one of those games where, like, the Wizards aren't a good team, but they're also not a really bad team. So, you know, you yeah. have to— It'll probably be, like, the other way around. We'll go 2-1, and one, but we'll beat the Heat and the Cavs and lose the Wizards, knowing us. <laughs> so, you know. Probably. Probably. But, so, all right. So, what do you think? 2-1, and one, probably? Uh, I like Maybe. to say 2-1, and one, and then, like, if you wanted to do 1-2. and two. I don't think we're going to go 0-3. Oh like, no, no, yeah. I don't think games. we lose all three. There's a there's a possibility we can go 1-2 and two just because it is a tough stretch, but— Two and one would be an ideal start. Three and all would be perfect, but yeah, because because I mean, like, be obviously the Heat out of all three of these teams are the best. Like they were the they were the one seed. They last were the one year. seed last year. Yeah, so they, mean, did, they flopped to the playoffs a little bit, but I mean, know, they're the, still the Heat. We're considered the underdogs in that yeah. game for sure. The other two, I mean, the Wizards should be like not an easy win, but it should be a win. And the Cavs is like a toss up because they're they're a new roster this year. So. Right. Right. Um. So once we get into the games, I think we maybe will end up changing our minds, but. Let's talk about the Heat first because that's the first game of the season. Jimmy Butler is obviously their star player, but you know they got Hero, who's a great scorer. They got Lowry. They got veterans. They did lose PJ Tucker, so their defense might not be as good as it was last year. But they also still have Bam Adebayo. They have a really good depth on their bench and guys like Max Drews, Duncan Robinson, um, Gabe Vincent, who yeah. killed us last year for oh. so for some reason. Every time he played the Bulls, he was like he looked like Stephen Curry with a forty inch vertical. Oh, like, of course. I, I don't know what was going on with that, but... Don't forget Oladipo. Oh, Oladipo, of course, yep. and I don't think he's going to start, but no, he's going right. to give him a lot of meaningful minutes, and yeah. he can play really good defense, too. So, 
we'll we'll start off with what are the strengths of the Heat and what are the things you can think what the Bulls can exploit against that team? So I think the biggest strength that they have um, at the top is probably just like they have a good roster, of course. Like they've they built a really dependable roster, but the number one strength of them is coaching with right. Eric Spoltra. Yeah. Eric Spolstra, I'm sorry. They're so disciplined. Yeah, they, they, he's he's got that no tolerance the same way that Pop does in, in San Antonio. Like he's like, you're here, you're here to play basketball. That's your job. Like and, you're here to win games. And they have another coach on the floor with him, and Jimmy Butler. Yeah, and then much. Kyle Lowry too is that veteran presence. Yeah. So I, I agree, they're very well they're very well led, and you could see how that how they play. Like you could just see when a team is well coached. Yeah. They limit turnovers. They take smart shots. They move the ball around. And yeah. You know, one of the, the the things that they do well is really play gritty defense. They get in your face. Yeah. So the Bulls are gonna have to. They have to pass the ball well. Yeah. Because last year we see in the games against the Heat, we relied on some hero ball, not Tyler Hero, but hero ball from Zach Levine and Demar Derozan. And if you do that against the Heat, they will suffocate you. They pride themselves on you know, just smothering the ball handler. So the best way to keep the Heat's defense on their heels is to kind of use their own offense against them. Ball movement. Screens, you know, player movement, cuts to the basket, because that's what the Heat do. They get good looks. You know, you see a lot of, you know, uh, dribble handoffs on the perimeter, especially to their their shooters that they like to do. And you know, Jimmy Butler's great at being a, a scorer and a facilitator as their as their leader. So the Bulls have to move the ball around. Can't, ball can't stick. And I, I and I say go into the post early. Yeah. You know, Bam's I mean, a little undersized. Great defender, but a little undersized. Yeah. So let, maybe get in some foul trouble. See if Vooch can get going early and then see where you can attack. Because it is a little bit of a different team with the Heat. They kind of, you know, disappointed last year in the playoffs. So are they going to change up the way they play? Or are they just going to say, you know what, we were the one seed last year. We can do this again and get back to where we want to be. So Yeah, I think I think last year that playoff series just all comes down to Jimmy's shot, really. Like that's kind of what determined. That was like game that was, seven, right? Yeah, that was the yeah. fate of their series. Because yeah. like, had, yeah. had Jimmy taken that shot, had he not taken that shot, but you, you know, can like, see that they struggled to score in that series. Yeah, they so because the Celtics, I mean, we're not sleeping on Celtics either because they made it to the finals, obviously, and their Celtics have a really good roster as well, and they have good coaching and good defense as well. Because both of them matched up pretty much identical. Yeah, they I were. Think. That was a really good matchup, but um, but I I don't know. I mean, I really think like depending on. Depending on how they want to go about it, like they did last year, Spolstra doesn't really change much. Like he doesn't need to. He's he had he's had a winning form right, for years. Right. Um, I mean, they'll probably like keep the same. They're gonna not gonna change any game plans. They they've just they haven't really add, their roster is pretty much almost identical. Besides adding like Nikola Jovic and some other rookies and whatnot. Um, but you know, I think they'll probably run it back. They'll probably just do the same thing because it worked last year, and it's just when it comes down to playoff time is execution. So. Right and. Uh one of the things, like I mentioned, they love to do is is get their shooters open. You know, you'll see guys like Max Struz, Duncan Robinson. You know, those are guys that can, that can really thrive in that Heat offense. So whoever's defending those guys, and usually it's going to be, you know, maybe a Zach Levine or DeRozan because it's e- it's not easier to guard them, but, you know, you don't put Zach Levine on the major ball handler. You don't yeah. put DeMar DeRozan on the major ball handler. So while, you know, you'll probably see Patrick Williams or Javante Green on Jimmy Butler, and then, you know, Io DeSumo probably on Kyle Lowry or Tyler Hero, yeah, that means that leaves Levine and DeRozan as the guys guarding those, like because the, the Heat will probably start either Tyler Hero or Max Struess as the two, yeah. and then either you know probably either um, Jimmy at the four, and then another guy at the three, or um, Caleb Martin, who's yeah. another guy who can you know they run off the screens yeah. and shoot. So Zach Levine or Demar Derozan or whoever's guarding that player is going to have to you know lock and trail, get over those screens because they kind of run almost a warrior style defense where they just. Give the ball to Bam on the perimeter. He sets the screen, and you know they got the guy coming off the screen wide open three so much. 
Yeah. And it, they, like I said, they revolve around player movement. So that defensive energy has to be there. You know Caruso will, will get in everyone's head because you see yeah. Caruso fighting through screens a lot. Io has picked that up. And, you know, we'll, we'll, I think we're, it's going to show how much we miss Lonzo early in the season yeah, because sure. of his defensive intensity. And teams are going to, you know, teams are going to target us for that. But if we if we come out with the right energy and, you know, stick to the game plan, I think we can have some success in defending that Heat offense. Yeah, I mean, it, and it all comes down. That's why it makes Spolstra a great, you know, one of the great coaches um, in history is that and that combined with his um, the chemistry between him and Jimmy Butler, of right. Butler being an uh, on on court leader. Um, is that they they read off they feed off each other like they both know like what the common goal is and and then they they know who to who to exploit like who where the weaknesses are like they'll they'll go to they'll find yeah, their ways and to get they, they kind of manage that throughout the game like you know the best coaches and the best players and the best veterans are the ones that can kind of make those mid game adjustments and that's one thing we didn't always see from Billy Donovan last year was those you know we'd come out in the second half and we wouldn't make those adjustments and we want to see more of that from Billy because he's a great coach and we want to be able to talk about him in that kind of you know elite current NBA coaches list but you know the things that are going to get him there are you know are what happened in the first half especially if you're losing yeah that you can capitalize on the second half or fix in the second half and like you said Spolstra's and and Jimmy Butler and the veterans on that team know how to do that to an elite level and the Bulls yeah. will have to to mimic that to be successful, um, name like so specific matchups that we're looking to exploit here in the in the first game. It's you know Io's going to have probably in terms of who defends the Bulls players. I think it'll be Lowry guarding Io, and then either DeRozan. I'm guessing DeRozan will be getting guarded by Jimmy Butler, but Butler will really switch out onto any player. Yeah, everyone, and then if Heroes is starting, I'm I'm sure they'll try to hide him. Yeah, but, but you know, I, what do you think? What what specific matchup do you think we should exploit in that first game, or try to exploit? You think maybe um, the Bulls have an advantage? It's got to be Kyle Lowry because like he, Kyle Lowry's always been a good defender, but he's getting older. You know, he's yeah, still, yeah. he still he still can defend at a pretty decent level. He's just not as quick and yeah, you know, and he's as, he's only like I think he's only six foot. Like he's yeah. he's he's short, so we're gonna want to exploit. You know, pick and rolls to switch on him with like DeRozan maybe. Right, because uh, we did a lot of that last year when when DeRozan or Zach Levine was a primary handler, they would have like Caruso or Io or somebody yeah, set a the screen guard, guard, pick and roll, yeah, yeah. So have the smaller point guard get on him. So probably something like that. Um, I do like the fact of of going to Vooch early like we have been in the preseason because even though Bam is probably like, one of the only few, not defenders but only centers that can guard one through five. Um, it's gonna be difficult for him, but Vooch is a little bit bigger. He's a little bit, you know, bulkier. I think like he he can he can yeah. abuse him if he needs to. If if Vooch's uh, head is right, if he's right, there. right. And you see, it, it almost seems like when Vooch is confident, he seems stronger too. Yeah. Like not only is he making shots, but like his backdowns when he's posting people up, sometimes he just gives up right away. It seems like he's not trying too hard to move him, or he feels like he can't move the guy. And sure, you know, he he plays a lot. Of, he plays a center, and a lot of those guys are huge, and you know, almost as big as him, or even bigger. Yeah. But you know, Bam. Great defender, really athletic, like you said, can guard one through five, but does lack a little bit in the size department yeah. when it comes to playing the five in the NBA. I, I agree. Go to Vooch early. Go to Vooch consistently throughout the game because if the Bulls play through the center with Vooch's passing ability and, you know, the athleticism on the team, cutting and, you know, getting open, that's a recipe for success. Again, the Heat love when a guy just likes to keep the ball in his hands and do too much because they smother him. They'll, yeah. they'll, they'll make that a living hell for the Chicago Bulls. Going, you know, they're just the, one of the most disciplined teams in the NBA. So getting the ball into Vooch, and if the if the you know if he gets doubled, Vooch, you can trust him to make that right pass because yeah. he's got such good vision from the center spot. So I think that's a good game plan for the Bulls going into the game against the Heat. And then that brings us to the Wizards, who 
probably aren't as good on the defensive side of the ball, at least coming out of their season last year. Yeah. But they do have some new additions to the team this year. They got, you know, a full year of Chris Porzingis. They got Bradley Beal freshly inked to a new contract extension. Yep, $43 million And then um, how does the rest of their line? They still got Rui Hachimura. Uh, yeah, they got – so I'm just looking at it here. They still got Denny from last year. I don't know if he'll be playing that much I thought he'll start, but he, he – uh, He should be playing. He, he will be. play, If he's yeah. a top five pick, mm-hmm. he should be playing. Um, they, they, I think they picked up Will Barton. Yes, they did because uh, they traded uh, – KCP. Oh, they got Kuzma still, too. Yeah, they got Kuzma. Uh, they drafted Johnny Davis this year, who I think is kind of a sleeper pick for them. I don't know. Was he first-rounder? I'm pretty sure he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was first-rounder. Um, he was he at, might, where, where did he go to school? Oh, uh, Wisconsin. Wisconsin, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they still got Gafford, one of our uh, former He'll start the five for them, probably. Uh, Corey Kispert who actually had a surprisingly good year last year. Oh, I like, like, I like Kispert, yeah. They have a little bit of a logjam in that front court, I guess, because they yeah. got Porzingis and Gafford, and then they have Hachimura and Kuzma. I'm guessing Kuzma will play the three. Uh, I don't know, cause like, so here's the thing with the whole thing with Rui last year about him, he wasn't showing up to like half the games. I think I don't know if it was midway of the year or what. He just stopped showing up to all of team events, and I think it was just the focus on his mental health. Yeah. Um, I don't know where that puts him. In He's terms. a talented player. I like. He Rui. is. I, I I feel like one of him or Kuzma will be dealt by the end of the by probably. the end of the season. Probably because both want to start. Kuzma came off a career year. R- Rui is you know. He's improved every year he's been in the NBA. And actually, I, I've seen some really good things about Rui in the, in the preseason and in the training yeah. camp. It seems like he's really in a good space now. Yeah. So, you know, maybe it's Kuzma that gets dealt. I've seen teams that are interested in him. But regardless, you know, the Bulls have their hands full with that front court. Yeah. And they got a lot of size with Gafford and Porzingis. And they got a lot of um, they got a lot of scoring in the front court, yeah. too. Yeah, and not only that, um, just some crafty veterans off the bench. They have Monte Morris and DeLon Wright they got from that Nuggets yeah. trade. Yep. And both, just from when I watched them last year, when they were playing for the Nuggets, especially come playoff time, like they were both very solid players. Like right, they're, they're right. ones you got to watch out for. Um, they also do have Taj Gibson. I for, I didn't. I honestly yeah, didn't think he was still in the a league. solid backup. I thought he retired. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna be honest. Obviously, the uh, the main guy is Bradley Beal there, so we're gonna have to. Yeah, I mean, and him. It's, that's that's the key, I think, because we had he was injured all last year, so we didn't get to see him at all. Right. Yeah, sure. we saw a lot of. Um, so, a lot of Corey Kispert playing that shooting guard position yeah. for them last year. So it's going to be nice to see him come back out there. Hopefully he doesn't put up a triple-double on us because— I don't think he will. I, I, I hope not, anyway. They don't really—do they have a—who's their starting point guard now? Because uh, they don't have Dinwiddie anymore. It might be Monte Morris, to be honest. Probably Monte Morris, but yeah. But here's the thing. Last year, Bradley Beal—or not last year, the year before, towards the end of the year, I think when they lost— one of their point guards, and they ended up just saying, "All right, what, Bradley, you run the offense." Yeah, there was. A, I remember that stretch, and, and he, was, he was just going, he was putting up like you know thirty. That's the year he averaged like thirty points a game, yeah. and he was, yeah, he he can do it. He's a really good player, and you know, I think we're going to see Io DeSumo mostly on him in that game. Probably, you know, there's going to be guys switch. You know, it's the NBA, so everyone's going to have to make a team effort to stop you. Make the other guys beat you in that game. I think yeah. is, is the best game plan. And yeah. then obviously, like I said, there's a lot of size in that front court and a lot of talent in that front court. Yeah, you know, Porzingis. Kind of had a little bit of a career resurgence once he got into to Washington there. You know, he's not the elite player that everyone thought he would grow into or that he once was, but he's still really good. And, yeah. And he can, you know, he can really get hot and he can really take over a game too. So that's a nice duo they have there. Yeah. And they have a lot of pieces around it. So, like you said, the Bulls have to limit Beal's production, force him. I, I guess maybe you want to force him to be more facilitator. Yeah, and uh, less, well, here's the thing, because Bradley Beal coming out of, like, when the, his whole career, he's basically just been known as being, like, a go-to scorer on that right. team, especially when he played around John Wall, because John Wall ran the offense. He's like, mm-hmm. Bradley, I'll get you your looks. Don't worry about it. But once John left or got injured and then left and, you know, it was basically Bradley's team, 
um, he took on an even bigger role. Kind of like, kind of similar to Jimmy in a way. Yeah. Not necessarily on the defensive end, but in just in terms of trying to get the whole group, you know, to mesh as one, like to become, just to become a good all-around basketball team. Um, like he he is a scary facilitator now. I, I don't know where it came from. Like once, like I said, like two years ago when he was playing, it just I can't. He just had the ball in his hands. Yeah, he was less. You know, like you said, John Wall used to be the guy with the ball in his hands, kind of get get the looks for Beal. Beal coming off screens and they run plays for him. But now it's Beal's like go get your own shot. Yeah. And if that's not there, set someone else up. He's their focal point of the offense, and he is basically their point guard because you know they they don't have Dinwiddie anymore. They don't have Wall anymore. You know they Monty Morris is a, is a quality guard. Yeah. You know he started a lot of games for Nuggets last year, but he's not. You know he's not a world beater. He's no. not gonna. He but just kind of does a little a, bit of everything. He's a dark horse. Yes, he, he is a very he, solid. And yeah. you know as a backup, he's one of the best backup point guards in the NBA. Sure, but as a sure. starter, he's a solid starter too. And you yeah. saw him. You know a really good role last year for the Nuggets, and now he gets kind of like a bigger role in the Wizards yeah. because you know with Jamal Murray back, he wasn't going to have that. So yeah, definitely. You know focal point on on Beal with with. Paying attention to guys like Kispert, guys like Kuzma, guys like um, uh, who's a rookie Johnny Johnny Davis really yeah. good scorer. Yeah. So you know these guys are all hungry, and you saw a lot of good games against the Wizards last year. You know, yeah. DeRozan had to hit a tough game winner to beat that team. Mm-hmm. So you know the Wizards are one of those teams where you don't necessarily think of them as you know, oh, this is a tough game. But if you don't play hard enough and you don't prepare enough, you're not gonna you know you're not gonna beat a team like that because they have fight. They have a lot of veterans now. And you know they want to win some games. They, they, I don't think they see themselves as a tanking NBA team. No, they, no. They see themselves trying to compete for a playoff spot. Yeah, they, they just looking at the roster, like they have a very well balanced roster. Like they're, they're a pretty tall team. Their shortest player is Jordan Goodwin at six three, and he doesn't even exactly. Play. Yeah, and the Bulls. So, what is the one thing the Bulls lack is, is size in the front court. Yeah. Besides Vooch and Drummond, we really don't have anyone else. So yeah. you know, if they start Gafford and Porzingis, Patrick Williams, or or you know Javante Green, we still don't know the starter for that yet, but. They're gonna have to 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 rebound as a team, rebound as yeah. a committee, box out because that could be a long game if those two yeah. are starting. I mean, I think it, that matchup will probably have to we're probably gonna have to put Vooch on on KP. I would think just because you can't put Javante on like six seven on seven. Yeah, yeah. Work. I think I think we're gonna have to see probably with the start of the year. I don't know. Maybe Donovan will do it with based on matchups because I think I, I have a feeling he wants to start Javante just because of what we saw in the preseason. Yeah. And which it might be beneficial for both players, Javante and Patrick Williams, to for Javante to start. But you know, I feel like you have to start Patrick Williams in that game because yeah. his athleticism and his size just help us so much better. We'll see. Maybe you know, maybe there's a game where we start Drummond and Vooch. <laughs> it's probably gonna be one of those things where we're gonna have to wait and it's like performance. It's gonna be like based off of game the game. I right, think yeah. it's gonna be like Javante goes. Javante has a solid game of having 15, like eight and. Four or whatever, right. and then Patrick next game steps up for the same thing. You know, yeah. it's probably gonna be, it's probably gonna be switched. And, and, you know, he matchups. says, you know, hey Javante, I'm gonna have Patrick Williams start this game today. We need his size. You know, Javante's like, all right, you know, he's not gonna take it personally. He's six yeah. four, six five. He can't guard every position. He'll do yet. the same thing on the bench, regardless. So. Right, exactly. So the Bulls, in terms of how they can exploit the Wizards, I think defense is probably the best. Yeah, um, the Wizards defense. They don't really have that lockdown defender, right? Um, Everyone plays def- decent yeah, defense. Yeah, no, no one Monty really Morris, solid. solid defender. Beal is a solid defender, but you I know, think they the, don't have that Jimmy Butler type play. Yeah. They don't have that you know Kyle Lowry type lockdown defender, or not anymore so much. But I think their most solid one here is probably Will Barton. And, yeah, Barton. He's, he's, he'll probably start their three. Probably. Um, I mean, I always thought Rui was a, a good two way player. Um, I but he's been picked. He's picked up like really, really well offensively in the last you know year or two since he's been in the league. 
So it's be interesting to see. I think, I mean, Corey Kispert, he was a rookie last year, so it was his second year. I mean, yeah, he's know. more of an offensive option yeah. too. But so. you never know. Like, so yeah. it depends. They on, play. They'll, they'll on have a, to play a defense, like team defense type of thing. They can't probably. rely on one guy to just lock up the opposing player, like the Heat or you know, like the Cavs. Um, but yeah, so the, the Wizards should be a win. We should see that one. We might not be able to go to Vooch as much, especially if Gafford and Porzingis are yeah. both starting because there's just so much size in that front court. So we're gonna have to see, you know. Exploit exploit the defense on the Wizards. Exploit their you know Beal is not the best defender. He's a decent defender, but yeah. not elite. So exploit him. Make him work hard on defense, so he gets tired on offense. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that one, it, it, it like I said, I, I I'm gonna hound this again. We need to to come out with the right mentality for that for that game because it's a first day of a back to back, and it's it's a team like I said that you don't necessarily think of as oh that should be an easy win, but it. And they're a team that can also really find a way to, to beat you when you're not prepared enough for them. You know, they're not they're not bottom of the NBA, like no. what we say, but they're they're trying to compete for a playoff spot. And those type of teams are, are a little dangerous because they don't it's almost like they have nothing to lose. Yeah, pretty much. I mean could, last year they weren't a playoff team last year, obviously, but this year like it's like a new year. I feel yeah, like it's a new year. They, they have era like a resurgence and, yeah. because they got, you know, they got pretty much their core coming back. And then they have their star player, their 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 franchise player Bradley Beal coming back, and then they have a few other additions to the team um, that happened late ter- uh, towards the uh, trade deadline, towards the end of the year. Right. Yeah. So yep. I mean, this is going to be it's it's in a way it kind of is a new look Wizards team, mm-hmm. but just having Bradley Beal back at the helm is gonna it, it's gonna boost everybody's confidence like so much more. So it'll be interesting to see. I mean, I, like you like you said, I I agree we should win that game. Um, but that's gonna be like one of the that's gonna be like the Cavs of last year, like one of the gritty teams that just won't go away right, ever. Right. So and the, there's always those teams in the NBA, and the the best teams in the NBA are the ones that can that still beat those teams. Yeah, you you can beat the bad teams. We saw the Bulls do that last year. We struggled against the elite teams, but can you beat those mid, you know, mid level kind of like hanging around their teams, a team like the Wizards? Yeah. So we'll see how the Bulls come out on Friday night with that game, and then. That leads us to the Saturday night game, the home opener against the Cavs. But before that, we have a quick message from our sponsor, DraftKings. NBA fans, the wait is over. Basketball is finally back, so tip off the season with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can make any $5 NBA Moneyline bet and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. So check out this in addition to the usual bets you make. Everyone could boost their winnings up to 100% with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, opt-in, and place a stepped-up same-game parlay today. With payouts bigger than ever, DraftKings Sportsbook is where I go to bet on the NBA. Bulls are playing now. They got three games this first week. You got you to hit the Bulls on the, on, the, on the money line. I feel like at least two of the three games this week, you got to hit the Bulls on the money line. And we're, we're, what's a better place to do that? Than DraftKings, they got the better odds. You know, they got more prop bets to do if you like player bets. They have you know probably over twenty bets per game, just on prop bets alone. And that's you know it's it, it's the way to go because you get more of a chance to win money. And when you do win money, you can win more than any other sports book. So you know what to do. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code TBPN to make any five dollar bet this week and get two hundred dollars in free bets if your team wins. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code TBPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right, DJ. So, home opener. Going to be a loud at the United Center. Going to have a lot of energy because Bulls fans are super excited that the 
that the team is back and ready to compete again for a, a playoff spot and hopefully, fingers crossed, compete for a title. But we have to get through the Cleveland Cavaliers, which is not an easy game to have for your home opener. Nope. We saw them last year. They played us very tough. We lost, I think, once to them, I want to say. The first game we lost to them, the first game we played in Cleveland, we lost. I know that one. I can't remember exactly how many games we played against them, but they're not an easy team. They were bubble team last year, right? Yes, but I think, did they? They lost to the Nets, Nets in the playing yeah. game. <clears throat> yeah, but they're <clears throat> kind of like the Wizards. They're almost a new-look team, new-look New field team because last year was that year. We see it with every team. You have that one year where it's like, okay, you come out of nowhere. You go from bottom of the league to, okay, this is a real team now. And people start to take you seriously. And then it's like, all right, now you you hit that level. Now they want to go to probably between five and six seed. They probably think they can get a one seed too, and they can with that roster if they play up to their potential. So the Bulls are going to have to make a statement early in the season against their division rivals. Say, hey. This is our. This is we're still the better team in this division. Yeah. While the Bucks might be the top dogs, we're we're right up there with them, and you got to get through us to get to the Bucks. Yep. So, <clears throat> loaded with star talent on this this Cavs team, starting with the All Stars from last year and Jared Allen and Darius Garland. Yep. Which are two elite players in their respective jobs. Darius Garland running that offense, being the playmaker and the lead scorer for that team, and then oh, I'm sorry, I said Garland doing that, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and then Darius Jared Garland. Allen, obviously being their their anchor on defense their rim protector, their main rebounder, and then a solid scoring option as, you know, close to the rim on offense. Yeah. And then now you add in, you know, second year Evan Mobley and his brother Isaiah and, Mobley. Yep. <laughs> and Karis LeVert's still there. And then now, you know, an all-star, one of the best players in the NBA is Donovan Mitchell. And that team is really exciting. If I, you know, if I wasn't a Bulls fan, I would like the Cavs. Yeah. I mean, they're they're one of the teams where it's just, like you, you after especially after LeBron's left, and they've had to deal with you know being bad for so many years, and now they got this insane championship contending roster. You look at it like, wow, it's hard not to root for the Cavs. Right. But on the on the same note, they're also one of those rosters where you just looking off of off of paper, like, oh, they added Mitch, they added Mitchell, and there you have Garland and add Allen, and then you're like, oh wait, and they still have Mobley and his brother, and Rubio's coming back. Rubio and, and they still Karis got Levert, Isaac Okoro. And Isaac they still got Chetty like, Osman. They just, still got it keeps going on. And they, on they got so. um, uh, Kevin Love too. Still yeah, is there. Yeah. They have a really deep team mm-hmm. and they have a lot of talent on their team. And the game plan against teams like that is just it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard. But what do you do? You you got to start with defense on that side of the ball. Yeah. Because you got that backcourt is vicious. So Zach Levine is going to be tasked with guarding either Darius yeah. Garland or Donovan Mitchell and whoever he's on and I O too because I also. Obviously, still a young NBA player, but both of them are just going to have to be so active on defense. Be aware where you are. Know when the pick and rolls are coming. They love to use the pick and rolls, and I'm I'm interested to see the ball the ball dynamic between Garland and Mitchell because yeah. Mitchell, you know, one of the reasons Utah kind of fell out of favors with him is because he was a little bit more selfish on, on the selfish. Yeah. Not saying it's a bad thing. He was their best player by a mile, but yeah, because their offense also there was completely. Like, yeah. He didn't have that many. They other didn't have options. that many options. But Garland, obviously, last year his one of the highest usage rates in the NBA yeah. because their offense last year ran through Garland. Now this year, they, they have a more balanced scoring load, and with that is Donovan Mitchell. So we're going to see if maybe the Bulls can, you know, force Mitchell to be a playmaker more, less than less, less of Garland being a playmaker. Because Mitchell c- can be a playmaker, but he wants to score the ball. Yeah, That's what he's there for. So it'll be interesting to see how the Bulls play that. Obviously, Billy Donovan's going to, you know, go through this with his, his team too and try to figure out a way to calm that backcourt down. 
without forgetting about the front court because yeah. they, they had like like we said they have so much star talent on yeah. that team and they have so much size like the Wizards they have so much size yeah. too. Mobley Mobley had a, such a good rookie year last year. Yeah, and he's gonna build on that. I think he might be injured though. That I don't know. Um, um, I also I feel like I knew this before, but I completely forgot about it. Is that Evan Mobley's rookie year was last year, and his brother got drafted this year, and his brother's actually older. Yeah, his so, brother. His brother played, of, I think, an extra one or two years at college. Yeah, so he's twenty three. Evans twenty one. I knew Isaiah was older, but I always thought Isaiah, could, being older, was a better brother. But you know, now both are on the te- same team, and both of them are really solid players. Okay, so Mobley actually was out. I, uh, Evan Mobley was out for most of the preseason, but I think he's going to be good to go. He doesn't have an injury designation, so he should be playing that game against the Bulls on Saturday. Well, that sucks. Yeah, it, it sucks, but it's also great to see him play yeah, because yeah. he's so good. Um. But yeah, it, it will make it that much harder to beat the Bulls, or to beat the Cavs. Sorry, yeah. on on Saturday, and w- you know, their defense is is also really good too. Everything about the team is just. It, I think they're going to start. I want to say they're going to start Levert at the three, or is it going to be a Coral? It'll probably no. Nah, they'll probably do Levert. Levert's always been the more solid. Levert option. can Levert can defend too, and they, that's that's so much scoring, and that's a starting lineup. Everyone can can kind of score from their yeah. respective positions, so. The Bulls are going to have their hands full on defense, but you saw how good that defense was last year for the Cavs, and it starts with their front court. Mobley, you know, can guard. Mobley honestly can guard one, one through, through four, five. maybe one five. through five. Yeah, he just plays the four, so Mobley yeah. can guard one through five. Obviously, he's better guarding bigger guys. He's, you know, if a guard gets switched onto him, yeah, they can take advantage of it. Yeah. But Mobley is athletic enough and mobile enough to to switch onto that. So it's going to be tough to score in that front court. Yeah. So it's going to be a lot of you're going to probably see a lot of Zach, a lot of Demar with the ball in their hands. And I hate to say this, but I feel like this is just one of those games where you're going to have to just be better. Uh, yeah, because there's not really a game plan for a team like this. Go at LeVert. You know, anywhere. LeVert's not an elite defender. Go at him. DeRozan should exploit that, you know, if he has one-on-one situations. But Same with, and, and, same with Garland. Garland's yeah. not a great defender. But, you know, Mitchell can play defense, and their, yeah. their entire front court can play defense. And they got a lot of defense off the bench, too. So the Cavs are a really well-rounded team. And like I said, the Bulls have to play really hard. And, you know, they're going to have to hit shots. Yeah. It's going to come down to – I think the benches are going to play a big role in that game because, you know, once you get one of those guards out of the game for the for the Cavs and one of those big men out of the game, how is Drummond going to handle that role? How is, you know, Patrick Williams or Javante Green going to capitalize on, on those minutes? And then, obviously, Kobe White. I want to see him score the, score the ball yeah. once, you know, the Cavs bench is in because he's going to be playing against reserves sometimes. And we need Kobe White to be that, that bucket off the bench this year. Yeah. And, and I think this game is going to be – it's going to kind of, I feel like the starting lineups might wash out a little bit. So I think the benches are going to play a huge role in this yeah, game. I, I think, on just my opinion, I think, you know, obviously they actually have Robin Lopez. I don't know if they picked him up if they had him last year. I think they picked him up because I think he was on Orlando yeah. last season. So they picked him up in the offseason. But whether they start him or they start uh, Isaiah Mobley, um, I'm sorry, not start, at the backup center position, yeah. I should say. It'll probably be Lopez. Um, I think he'll get some minutes there. But, but uh, Drummond should have. I feel like Drummond should have no problem like out rebounding him. At yeah, least, if Drummond plays the way we saw him defense. in the preseason. Yeah. That's how I want to see Drummond. It's yeah. just the energy, the hustle, you know, being showing some defense, showing the ability to score a little bit on offense. That's what we're going to need from Drummond again. Again, uh, once he comes in off the bench, because Vooch, I feel like, might not have the best game. You'd like to see him try to go at Vooch early, maybe get one of those big men in foul trouble to start the game. But Allen's such a good defender. Big yeah. guy, and then Mobley can switch on to Vooch too. So, yeah, so it's going to be tough for Vooch, but you know, hopefully, if he if he can have a good game against the Cavs, that can get his confidence at a really new, yeah. day, a really ideal spot. Because you know, if he can score against the Cavs front court, he can score against almost any front court in the yeah. NBA. 
I think, in my opinion, they're probably the best defensive backcourt in the league. Defensive front court, front court, right? sorry, yeah. front court. Yeah, I, I think they, I think they're probably up there too. There's not a lot of, there's not a lot of front courts with two seven foot centers that guard much, yeah. one through five almost. Yeah. So it's, it's gonna be our teams probably are the Cavs out of all the rosters in the league are probably like the one the like ours like in terms of similarities. Like they're probably right. like just like ours, and they're they're kind of in that same boat where they have a lot of star talent that was brought in this off, in the off season. You know, you don't see a lot of teams trade for a guy like Donovan Mitchell all yeah. the time. So yeah. how how are they gonna mesh well? With the new culture they have there, yeah. Not only like, you know, last year they go into the season not really probably knowing what to expect. Fans probably like, all right, you know, this team is united. It's a young team. Let's see what they can do. So now it's like, all right, we got a championship contending team. Yeah. Let's see what we can do. So Bulls again want to make that statement in the division early. Get that win against the Cavs because I will be there and I don't want to see them lose because I hate yeah. seeing the Bulls lose in person. Yep. It was tough last year when we saw the Knicks lose or beat us fifth game of the year, and then of course the playoff loss to the Bucks really hurt, man. So I can't I can't be at the Bulls home opener. Sitting in the 100 section behind the hoop, thank you to Aiden O'Hare, and see the Bulls lose. So please, <laughs> please let us win, Bulls. That's all we ask. All right. Um, so now that we've covered, we've talked about all the teams this week. There's some news that came out about Lonzo Ball, and there's some news that came out about Io. So we'll start with Lonzo. How I, I don't know exactly what interview it was, but Lavar Ball told someone that Lonzo had like bone fragments in his. That in his knee that were like hitting the nerves and causing yeah. the uh, discomfort. So, what I'm hearing is that the surgery found all this stuff and they found the actual issue. And now it's kind of like, all right, Lonzo's just gonna get healthy, and once he does, this should be behind him. He he might never be, you know, knees are funky because he's never gonna have like a fully healthy knee. Yeah. But I think he's gonna be as close to as healthy as as we've ever seen him after he suffered this injury. And I think. While we, it sucks to have Lonzo out, I think this was the best option. I'm glad he got the surgery. Yeah. I'm glad they were able to figure this out. And, you know, while that's bad, that's terrible to hear that that's what was happening in his knee, it's great to know that they understand what was actually going on now. Yeah. Um, just reading this article that you were talking about, like it's, uh, I don't know who wrote this article, but they're saying that Io is starting, because it was announced that Io will be starting, which we'll talk about in a second, but Goran Dragic will come off the bench for him, which I don't, I don't know who wrote that article, but they're out of their minds. Um, but yeah, I mean, I obviously this has been said before. Lonzo is my favorite player in the NBA and on the Bulls roster, obviously. But hopefully, him coming to return, um, and you know, learning from guys like we talked about in previous episodes about you know Zach was in that same boat, like, uh, and somebody else on our team was definitely had a major injury like that. But to learn from guys like that and ask him like, hey, you know, how did you do this? Like, how do you, how do you go about this but him him coming back to to a fully 100% healthy Lonzo is gonna be amazing because I don't think we've seen that kind of Lonzo since like college right right he was injured on the Lakers injured on the Pelicans and then obviously we only saw him for about 40 something games last year so as as bad as it is to hear about you know what what was actually going on with Lonzo's knee and how severe it actually was it's good to understand that we we now know what was actually happening. We know what was causing the pain and discomfort, and they're fixing it. And they, they did the surgery. Lonzo's going to get better and hopefully go, like you said, be back to almost college Lonzo type type of uh, health and, and how he feels. Yeah, maybe not scoring, you know, 20 a yeah, game. Yeah, we like, don't need him for that. Yeah, but I would love to see it, Yeah, obviously. if he can, if he can improve his scoring, you know, more than just being a 3 and D point guard, that'd be great. But his facilitation and defense is what, what, what we signed him for, and, and that's what we want to – well, that's what we need from him when he comes back. Yeah. But speaking of Lonzo, who's filling that point guard spot, it was confirmed that Io DeSumo will be the Bulls' starting point guard, yep. which is what I expected. While mm-hmm. Caruso will be a great addition, I think just 
the way that, that we saw Isle play in the starting lineup last year and then Caruso coming off the bench as that first guy off the bench, I think that's perfect for this team. Yeah. I think Isle, you know, just fits with Levine really well in the starting lineup. Not that Caruso doesn't, but I like Caruso coming off the bench more. He just brings that energy, and I feel like he's better off the bench. Yeah. And I also think Io it has something to do with Io and Demar's chemistry too on yeah, the same right. same uh, on the court at the same time. I mean, Io and Caruso are like pretty much identically the same player, just different races. And you know, it's 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 like, um, I I've, there there isn't really much of a difference. But like you said, like having Caruso come off the bench is either either or having either one come off the bench. You know, with like playmaking, gritty defense, you know, and having a complimentary jump shot. Like you can't go wrong with either one. I think. Right, and I think that they're also like. I was a young player. They're trying to they're trying to see if he can become like you know one of the core players of this team. Yeah. And if he has a good year this year, you know he's a free agent actually at the end of this year because he was a second round pick. Yeah. So they only get two year contracts. So this is a contract year for Io. I'm sure the Bulls will try to keep him. You know, hopefully, you know it's kind of weird because the Bulls want him to do really good, but the better he plays, the more they're gonna have to pay him after this year. So yeah. we'll see how that works out. But yeah, Io as a starting point guard makes a lot of sense for the Bulls. Makes a lot of sense for him because he's getting the opportunity to be the lead guard on a playoff caliber team. So yeah, and he's also a hometown kid. So yeah, like, he and it is, you know it's great. And Crusoe, Crusoe's you know team first player. He's not in it for the ego. He's not in it. You know he's not trying to get you know. 160 million dollar extension. Crusoe knows what he's here for. He's just trying to win. He's just trying to win. Exactly. And Crusoe will gladly come off the bench. And I'm guessing we'll see Crusoe as a closing point guard because he has a you know experience and he's built for that kind of moment. But Io has been there too. We saw that one game against the Pacers last year. We needed a dagger. Io just goes up and throws out a huge dunk to seal the deal against the Pacers. And that was kind of like his uh coming out party as as all right this guy can not only just be you know a spot filler for the point guard but he can you know he can score the ball when we need to he can get his own shot and he can you know use that athleticism that he's that he has and his size as a point guard yeah they both got that dog in them that's for yep, sure definitely you know? um, all right um is there anything else you wanted to cover dj I've, we've really been over everything for the yeah, week I say we've been pretty much over everything um hopefully you know bulls fans it's it's gonna be another good oh, year Go city ahead. jerseys came out I did not know that. They are something. And while, you know, we can't show fans right now because of the, we're, we're just in, you know, it's, I, we're recording audio. I will show you, DJ, and I screenshotted these because I wanted to talk about these today. Um, here's they are. Here they are. What do you think? They're leaked. Everything Bulls posted them on Instagram. That's where I saw them from. I don't know who exactly leaked them, but. Oh, yeah. So this is DJ's it. live reaction to the to the Bulls City jerseys. They're white with some red, some red lettering, and and red stripes on the side. And then I am, when I like first saw them, texture. I wasn't too happy about them. No, they're clean. They're clean. they are actually okay. They just look. They're very basic. They're not last year's city jerseys, no. which were like probably the best jerseys yeah. in the NBA. But are they they're, bringing those back? I really hope they are. I, I don't know. They need to bring those back know. as alternates or something because those were clean too. Having having these as a home jerseys and those as the way would be. Because the city jerseys amazing. last year were the red ones, right? Yeah. Yes, with and the then cursive lettering. The yeah, and the black ones. We'll still have the black. I think the associate. I forgot what they call them, but we'll have those too. And I, I think I'm gonna put this out. I'm just gonna tweet about this for from our from the Run with Us podcast. Yeah, so and everyone, if you're so not following the uh, Twitter right now, it's at Run with Us Pod on Twitter. Um, Michael will be posting this picture later today. Yeah. Um, I want to know what Bulls fans think. I was looking at the comments on that Instagram picture. Didn't look great. They they weren't. Really excited just because like the pictures kind of don't sh- do it yeah, justice. Yeah, it's the dark lighting and they kind of just make it like the, the white doesn't look crisp. You know, I'm okay with them. My first reaction was like, oh, really? These are jerseys. They're gonna look so much better when they're. They're gonna look form. pretty cool. And I, yeah. I like that they didn't do too much. I'd yeah. rather have basic than not 
than do too much. Yeah. So so I'm okay with them. I'm interested to see what the rest of the Bulls community thinks. I'm not a huge, you know, it's if, if we rank this one compared to the other ones, not. It's not up. Oh, I didn't see this. There's actually a little bit of design on the white. That's what I told too. you. Yeah, it's kind of like a diamond texture. Yeah, okay, it. okay. Yeah. yeah, they're growing on me. I like the the stripes on the sides. Yeah. I actually I actually really like these. Mm-hmm. I do. So I'm I'm interested to see what what um the Bulls fans think. This almost looks like a heat jersey from the back. Yeah. I mean I mean I would definitely But buy yeah, one. the pictures aren't really great. It's someone just holding them up and taking a selfie of them, but the the, the DeMar one looks better. The DeMar though. one looks, looks really good. Yeah. yeah. That 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 one shows a little bit more detail. So, yeah, Bulls fans see anywhere even if it's not on our Twitter, but I will post these and I want to hear what you have to say about these jerseys. Don't know how often we're going to wear them. They're not confirmed that these are our city jerseys, but you know, every time I see a leak, it usually ends up being that those are the jerseys. So, yeah. you know, we see it for the All-Star Games. We see it for other teams. So I'm guessing these are going to be our city jerseys. And I'm actually not too mad at it. If you yeah. look at them really closely, there's some cool design in the white, like some diamonds and stuff like that. And the the red stripes, pinstripes on the sides of the jerseys kind of bring back that old-school vibe. So I'm, yeah. I'm cool with them. Yeah, uh, hopefully you don't get fleeced because imagine it's, you know, like, oh, yeah, we're getting these white ones, and they're just some plain, like, black or white <laughs> ones, like, just like the other yeah. jerseys. Yeah, hopefully not. Hopefully. If, if these are city jerseys, solid stuff by the Bulls. Yeah. Um, that's just going to be about it for today. Uh, we are super excited. Finally, the season's here. Preseason was fun, but, you know, screw the preseason. No one cares about the preseason anymore. And yeah, now we're, we're, here, we're here to get shit done. We're so. here to play some actual games. We're here to see some some real Bulls basketball. And that starts Wednesday against the Heat in Miami. Away, two away games, and then we got the Bulls home opener, which we the Run With Us podcast will be at. Super excited about that. And we'll be tweeting about it. We'll be you know, posting pictures. So stay tuned for that. Super exciting that Bulls basketball is back, and the Run With Us podcast could not be more excited. And don't forget to put your bets on DraftKings Sportsbook as well for boosted odds and boosted parlays. DJ, any final words before we go? Uh, no, i just excited, like Michael said, and um, it's gonna, I, I think it's going to be a really good year this year. So It's going to be a great year. Yeah. I think Bulls fans are feeling a little bit better than we were before the preseason. Obviously, it was just preseason, but seeing what we saw from Drummond, and just kind of like Dale and Terry too, and yeah. you know the rest of the Bulls just kind of meshing a little bit more. DeRozan's still looking great. Yeah, and just building on whatever we had last it, it year. It kind of eased some nerves, and you know we we know our weaknesses. We know yeah. what we're gonna have to work on this year, but you know it's we we know we know we can also be a really good team in the yep. East, and we can contend for hopefully hopefully contend for a title, but at least you know make a run in the playoffs. But other than that, that's gonna do it for us today. Appreciate you listening. Appreciate you taking the time. Stay tuned for more content this week for the Bulls playing their regular season openers. And DJ, one more time. Bulls fans, run with us. Peace out.